Okay, good morning class. I am asking for everyone's uh, participation by opening your webcams. Please, pa-open na lang po ng mga webcams nila. I want you to participate with today's session. Dun sa hindi kaya, okay, fine, pagbibigyan. Pero please, as much as possible, I'd like to turn, I'd like for you guys to turn on your cameras at mukha nyo ang nakikita ko, hindi... Hindi noo, hindi siko, hindi balikat. Buong mukha nyo sana nakita ko, ha? Para nakita ko naman mga reaction nyo. Huwag masyadong close, ha? Okay. Ayan. Very good. Okay, before I proceed, let's just take a quick um, screen capture for documentation. One, two, three. One more. Okay. So, please... Uh, just stay there. Don't turn off your cams kasi mag-uumpisa na tayo. Okay. So, again, this is also part of your food service business. Okay? And we're already done with the uh, business uh, life cycle. Diba? Now, we are about to discuss understanding the marketplace. So, dalawang klase yan. Number one is environmental scanning. So, John Patrick, I have a question. What do you think is environmental scanning? Hmm. Yes. Uy, gumingiti siya. Yes, John Patrick. Rescobillo. Wait lang, sir. Sige lang. While waiting, if there are anyone who would like to answer, you may do so. Sir. Mm, yes, go ahead. The first to possession and utilization of information about location patterns, trends, and relationships within an organization. Okay. All right, thank you, Google. So, that's correct, John Patrick. Um, from the two words, no, which is environmental and scanning, which means you're checking out the environment. You're checking out the area. Kung ano ba yung nagiging trends dun sa area na yun. Ano yung information pa na makukuha mo sa area na yun. Ano yung siguro yung um, mga different data na pwede mong makuha dun sa lugar na yun. Okay, so for example, napansin mo na, di ba, last week we were talking about seafood restaurant, di ba? Napansin mo sa area na yun na wala talagang seafood restaurant, kaya magtatayo ka ng seafood restaurant. Then, it's a simple, uh, that's a simple example no, of environmental scanning. But marami pa siyang factors, marami pa siyang, marami mo siyang pwede pang makuha from environmental scanning. Okay, another another understanding naman of the marketplace is what we call concept mapping. Okay, I'm sure nagawa na na to nung high school at saka nitong first year college. So, Junessa uh, Marie Fresado, what do you think is concept mapping? Yes. Example, sir. Kaka-join ka lang pa. 
Sure. Anyone can also raise their hands if they want to answer. Okay? Use their uh, raise hand button. Yes, Roel. Roel, Rupido. Sir. Yes, go ahead. What is concept mapping? Ibabasayin ko to sir, no? Sure, go ahead if you want to read. It is a technique that provides the fullest possible understanding of relationships among ideas, concept, and even business operations. It involves linking related ideas and and eh? and it, yeah, you need the, the directionally and expanding their number while brainstorming or investigating complex clusters or interrelated ideas. Okay. So let me show you an example of a concept map. Okay. So based on sa images ng Google, yan ito ang itsura ng concept map. So for example, ito yung seafood restaurant mo. So yung first layer, no, ito, which is this one, like for example, nandyan yung menu, nandyan yung target market, nandyan yung SOP, nandyan yung um, place or yung lugar kung saan itatay yung restaurant. And then from there, iba branch out nyo pa yan. So for example, for menu, um, may soup ba siya? Meron ba siyang appetizer? Uh, main course, dessert, beverages. Tapos, uh, uh, for example, sa address naman, nasa kalsada ba siya? Nandito ba siya? Anong meron doon sa lugar na yon, Whatsoever. Ganon. So, iba branch out nyo siya ng iba branch out para makuha nyo or ma-extract nyo lahat ng ideas na patungkol doon sa inyong restaurant. Okay? So, that's concept mapping. Okay, let's go back to the slides. Ganun lang siya kasimple. Um, for more information with regards to these two kinds of understanding the marketplace, there's Google and there's also YouTube. Okay? I've already um, uh, put an example here, no? Sa ating um, may video dito. So you can just watch this na lang during your asynchronous. Okay. Axel, can you read environmental scanning? Lahat po, sir. Yes, please. Environmental scanning, number one, consider an area's economic situation. A, is the economic strong? B, what are the demogra demographics? The demographics, the general character characteristics and statistics of the human population. Are there enough people in the area to support new food service concepts? What other industries are opening in the area? What other types of hospitality businesses are in the area? Some of these are hotels, tourism outlets. Um, wait, How much turnover has occurred in the recent years and where? How many restaurants have failed? What types of restaurants were they? Again, number two. Other factors determines the appropriate depth of such an, ana such an analysis. 
Tuloy ko siya. Okay, yun lang. Pam? So, looking at these questions, no, what have you realized? Anong napansin mo? Sige, intindihin natin. Class, intindihin nga natin yung mga questions na to. Anong napansin nyo? Anong na-realize nyo? Parang broad po siya. Parang? Broad po. Parang kailangan po, broad. ano, apa, para po, kailangan po, alamin po lahat. Yung environmental po, ganun po. Correct. Alisa, ikaw, Anong sa anong na-realize mo when when re, uh, when Axel is reading the questions? Ano sir, ang dami pa lang dapat alamin sa mga ganyang situation po. Correct. So when you scan, hindi lang basta tumingin ka lang ng lugar. You also have to consider these questions in order for you to get um the right data. For your, for example nga, no, our seafood restaurant, di ba? So, ganun talaga. Hindi lang basta-basta pumunta ka lang doon sa lugar, tapos tingin-tingin ka lang, pansin-pansin ka lang. These questions will be your guide to answer or to gather data for your restaurant. Mas lalo na when you're doing a feasibility study, di ba? For example, diba, kakasabi lang dito, are there enough people in the area to support new service or food, new food service concepts? So, since dun nga sa lugar na yun, for example, walang seafood restaurant at nagtayo ka ng seafood restaurant, tanong ba, papatok ba ang seafood restaurant mo? Pupunta ba yung mga tao na, na nandoon sa area na yun? Marami bang tao na nandoon para isupport yung seafood restaurant mo kung sakasakali. So, yun yung mga tanong na pwede mong um, gawing guide when you're doing an environmental scanning. And as for concept mapping, it's just, re, it's just also extracting all datas from your um, variables. Like for example, uh, one of your variables is menu planning. And then there's also, again, there's also yung lugar kung saan itatayo yung seafood restaurant. There's also, um, uh, for example, uh, target market. And then from there, you extract one by one kung ano yung pwede yung ilagay para sa inyong restaurant. So para talaga siyang brainstorming, kumbaga, uh, of ideas. Uh, and then incorporate it nga dun sa iyong business. So, you can tackle all of these during your asynchronous. So, ayun. And then, next topic is mimetic isomorphism. Isomorphism. So, it is a phenomenon that has the tendency of firms in a market to become more like each other. It occurs when the food service operators adopt practices such as menu innovations, pricing structures, and market that mirror those already employed by others. So, kumbaga, um, nagkakaroon ng uh, copying of best practices among, for example, restaurants. So, uh, like for example, um, ikaw yung nauna sa, sa lugar na ng seafood restaurant, 
And then, meron na namang pumasok na isa pang seafood restaurant. Hindi, buhaan niyang kinopya yung sayo, pero binago niya lang ng konti para maging sariling, uh, maging unique yung kanyang restaurant. By how? By changing a little bit of, you know, the menu or ingredients, kung paano lutuin and whatsoever. So, another example then, no, is yung burger restaurant industry. There is, what? Uh, give me examples of, ano, restaurants na nagsiserve ng burgers. Burger King. Burger King. Next. Zarks. Wendy's. Next. Zarks. Zarks ba, sabi mo? Ano yung sabi mo? Axel? Opo. Okay, Zarks. Ano pa? Minute Burger po. Minute Burger. McDonald's. Ano pa? Mushroom Burger. Pwede rin, dito sa Tagaytay. So, in short, this phenomenon is similar to what's happening within the burger business na nagkakaroon ng likeness sa isa't isa. Nagkakaroon ng pagkakatulad sa isa't isa. Because... Uh, napapansin din minsan ng ibang restaurant na, oh nga, no, this is a good practice, this is a, a good um, practice that we could incorporate din sa restaurant. Or, um, marami talagang tao na mahilig sa burgers. So, why not magtayo ng isa pang burger restaurant? And, let's see kung papatok, di ba? Next. So, ano yung mga value drivers? Sige, saka na tong, uh, formula na to. Um, this formula is um, actually the old limited understanding of value. So, customer expectations plus service plus atmosphere, ambience, plus product over price is equivalent to value. But now, we are, we are since, you know, businesses are evolving, uh, and, you know, um, our industry is also evolving, they are already what we so-called value drivers. So, Sean, can you enumerate the value drivers on the slide, please? Value drivers, walk-by traffic, accessibility or location, personal service, in-room technology, loyalty program, room and meeting customization options. So, ito na yung mga naging trends sa ating industry. Walk-by traffic. Ito yung mga uh, dumadaan ng mga tao within your restaurant or within the area. Accessibility or location. San ba naka, di ba? The more na malapit siya sa highway, the more na merong traffic for the restaurant or uh, food establishment. Next, personal service. Um, paano na iiba? yung serbisyo mo dun sa taong yon or dun sa guest mo compared to the other restaurants. In-room technology. Um, it, it, In-room technology is also similar to the hotels, but we could also use this as like uh, delivery services. Um, giving food to your to your consumers, to your customers sa kanila mga bahay. And also, there is loyalty program wherein you give points you give credits to those people who always comes back or patronize your products, your food products or items. 
And lastly, room and meeting customization options. This is this goes as well to those people who also do catering. Um, they could um, set up uh, different meal styles, meal options, or um, food setup for those people who who has gatherings or meetings and whatsoever. So food uh, service value chain, it starts with internal service quality. When you say internal service quality, ito yung umpisa pa lang sa loob ng establishment, nagpo-form na kayo ng um, magandang quality of food items or ingredients pa lang, for example, hindi pa pala yung food item mismo. Ingredients pa lang dapat okay na. So, nandiyan na yung um, freshness of ingredients, pag-aayos ng misen plus, pag-prepare ng meals. And then, um, next is cost and employee satisfaction. Aside from, the, aside from the service quality, you also have to consider the employee satisfaction. Are they well motivated to do their jobs? Kasi it also reflects then di ba, um, pagdating sa end product. Kung motivated sila, o di masarap yung pagkain, di ba? Kung hindi sila motivated, kung mema lang sila gumawa ng pagkain, it might reflect then dun sa quality ng food item. And then, from employee satisfaction, there is employee productivity and employment retention. Retention means yung pagsastay ng mga employees sa iyong negosyo. And employee productivity means yung pagiging productive nila, yung pagiging um, efficient nila sa iyong food service business. And then, lalabas na si external service value. Ito na yung nagiging end product. Um, na iluto nila ng maayos, na i-prepare nila ng maayos, isa-serve na nila ng maayos sa mga customers. And because um, from internal service quality to employee productivity and retention, positive lahat, including external service value, magkakaroon na ngayon ng customer satisfaction. And then, customer satisfaction, there's customer equity that will lead to revenue growth and profitability. So, that's how the service chain value is all about. Or that is what the service value chain is all about. It in integrates all aspects of the holistic definition of value. So, ito na mismo ang value natin ngayon. There is a process, mas lalo na sa ating industry. So, what is customer equity? Zaira, can you read please what is customer equity? Customer equity. It is the strength and value of the relationship between the customer and the organization or brand. It has three drivers, value equity, brand equity, and retention equity. Okay, thank you. So, it is as simple as the relationship between the customer and the restaurant. Specifically in the food service, no? or food service establishment. So ngayon, meron nga yung three drivers of customer equity. Number one is value equity. Value equity is the customer's objective assessment of the utility of a brand based on perception of the value, what is given up relative to the value of what is received. So dapat, kung ano yung nakikita nila, kung ano yung naperceive nila, dapat ma-equate din yun sa kung anong matatanggap nila. Because... For example, McDonald's, no? 
nakita nila si Big Mac. Ganun ang itsura. Tapos na-receive nila, hindi pala ganun, hindi magiging maayos yung value. Hindi magiging maayos yung customer equity. Hindi magiging maayos yung relationship between the customer and the food establishment because hindi nagtugma yung perception or yung nakita ng or yung ine-expect ng customer dun sa ibinigay sa kanya ng food establishment. Clear po ba yun pagdating sa value equity? Yes po. May questions kayo so far? Mabilis ba masyado? Information overload ba? <laughs> okay. Sige. Silence means nagagats nyo yan. Okay. So next, brand equity. The customer's qualitative assessment of a brand above and beyond the quantitative perceived value. So the brand equity is the, the whole establishment itself from how they serve to the food items, to the ambience, to the price. It's everything. It's the brand itself. So for example, we already talked about McDonald's. So they perceived or they already assessed the brand as a really good food establishment. So, dapat it's also above and beyond then dun sa perceived quantitative value. Okay? So, that's brand equity. So, kung maayos yung, maayos yung assessment nila dun sa brand na yun, maayos yung quality na naibibigay ng food establishment for their customers, definitely maganda ang magiging relationship between the customer and the food, establish, uh, the food establishment or business. Okay, last, retention equity, the tendency of the customer to stick with the brand independently of that customer's objective and sub subjective assessments of the brand. So, si customer, natuwa na siya, di ba? Kasi, natuwa na siya kasi kung ano yung nakita niya, kung ano yung na-perceive niya, kung ano yung na-expect niya dun sa food establishment na yun, yun din ang nakuha niya. Number two, maayos yung overall brand nung food establishment, dahil doon sa dalawang din yun, nagkaroon ng tinatawag na customer loyalty. Binabalik-balikan ngayon ng customer yung food establishment dahil masarap, dahil affordable ang price, dahil maayos yung ambience, maganda yung servisyo na binibigay ng mga staff. So dahil sa mga yun, dahil sa mga aspects na yun, magkakaroon ng customer retention or customer loyalty. And with those three, value, brand, and retention equity, it will positively increase or magiging mas maayos ang relationship again ng customer or ng guest with the food, food service establishment. So, capacity constraints, our last topic for prelims. O, di ba ang saya, ang bilis? Uh, let me call on Nika. Nika, Costello. Pa. Go ahead, please read. Capacity constraints. How many potential consumers are there in given market? How many players are there in the same sub subsegment in any market? Is there a limit to be na to the number of restaurants that can be? coexist while featuring the same type of cuisine with the same value of pro proposition? How many number of seats 
calculate the number of seats available versus the number of potential guests in given subsegment. What what are your products? How many appro- appropriately qualified staff are there? Is there an available real estate? Okay. So, Mel. Mel, the Sagon. Are you yes, there? Po. Okay. In your own personal understanding, personal lang understanding pa, what do you think is capacity constraints? Or what are, what are capacity constraints? Ano ibig sabihin nun? Um, Anyone can also raise their hands if they want to. Thank you. Yes, Mel. Go ahead. Sige lang. Ano lang yung pagkakaintindi mo? Yung mga ano, sir? Parang asset. Ano yan? Mga equipment. Mga assets. Okay. Yes. Mga assets din ng restaurants. But anong meron sa mga assets niya? Ano po? May limit po. May limit. Okay. Sige. Anyone else? Thank you, Mel. Yes, Axel. What do you think? Kung gano'n daw po kadami yung doubt na ibigay na na inga po limit ng restaurant kasi kung halimbawa pong kakaunti naman po yung customers that hindi po gano'ng karami seats para din po makasave ng space pati po sa mga equipments para pati na rin po siguro sa mga pagkain kasi kung Hindi naman po gano'ng karami yung customers. Marami pong masasayang na pagkain kung marami yung bibili. Okay. Thank you, Axel. Adwin, last, your insights regarding capacity constraints. Answer, try lang. Sure. Para sa answer, amount of needs ng isang establishment, then yung pagbawas at pagdadagdag ng, ng capacity, sir, ng ano. Okay. Actually, almost all of you naman ay tama naman. To add up lang dun sa mga insights nyo, capacity constraints kasi is very uh, acknowledging or recognizing capacity constraints of your food establishment is very important. Because dito nyo malalaman hanggang saan kaya lang ng negosyo mo na mag-cater ng mga guests. For example, number of seats, 12 lang yung capacity ng restaurant mo. So ngayon, dahil you already acknowledge no, you already acknowledge your capacity constraints, doon napapasok yung mga business strategies. Like for example, um, pag-booking, di ba? Restaurant booking or reservations. So, um, since, since yun na nga, in-encourage mo na nga yung mga guests mo mag-reserve, so, malalaman mo na um, kailan napupuno yung uh, iyong restaurant. And then, you would also suggest din sa mga guests nyo, kunyari, puno na, no? Sabihin mo, ah, sir, would you like to have your lunch na lang 1 p.m. instead of 12 p.m.? So ngayon, mas, mas na ma-maximize nyo ngayon yung productivity ng inyong food service establishments by transferring your customers from this specific time to another time. That's one example, ah, pagating sa uh, recognizing your capacity constraints. That is with um, seats. How many number of seats? Eh, paano naman yung how many potential consumers? Eh, syempre, ganun din. Same thing. You already know, no? Sa isang araw, ay eh, nakaka-100 ka. 
and then may napapansin ka, 20 sa mga yun, eh, sobrang naghihintay sa, 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 sa pag-serve sa kanila. So ngayon, you have either, you can either do the first technique which is um, let them know to have their lunch na lang or their food, uh, to, to go na lang to, uh, to the restaurant at a given time. Or pwedeng, um, pwede mo na sigurong i-expand na yung negosyo mo kasi dumadami na yung customers mo eh. So, you also need to come up with additional chairs, tables, kasi papansin mo, dumadami na sila eh. So, dapat you're all, you already have the capability to uh, increase your capacity to cater your guests. So, ganun. You have to recognize your capacity constraints. You have to recognize kung ano limitations ng business mo. Because if not, di ba nga, sabi nga sa business life cycles, if you don't, If you don't acknowledge the the problems or the mistakes, umpisa palang, eh magiging malaking problema yan in the long run. So that's it. Ganon lang kadale ang capacity constraints. Do you have questions pagdating sa topic nato? Lanapu. Lemon sir. Okay, that's it. That's that's your prelims. Um, food service introduction and food service business. That's that's it. Yun ayon. Um, let me just remind everyone lang kung ano yung meron ngayon sa inyong Schoology. Okay. So, let's go to Schoology. So, alam kong actually hindi ko na kayo ini-encourage magsulat ng mga notes kasi nilagay ko na yung handouts niyo for prelims sa week 5 at the end of the week, at the end of your prelim week or yun. So at the end of your prelim grading period, nilagay ko na yung prelim handouts nyo. Nandiyan na lahat yung pag-aaralan nyo for your prelim exam. Okay. So, for week 4, yung assessment nyo will um, uh, your assessment consists of understanding the marketplace and customer's perspective of value. Yan yung week 4 nyo. So, tinapos ko na. Tapos, week 5, um, we'll just have a quick uh, rundown of our prelim. And then, I'll check on you guys with regards to your presentation. So, at least man lang naumpisahan nyo na to. Kasi mahirap matambahan. Kasi I'm sure hindi lang ako yung subject nyo. Marami pa kayong subjects dyan. So, ayun. Um, that's it for your prelims. Actually, nagawa ko na nga yung inyong... Uh, preliminary major examination. So, ready-ready na siya. And um, it's just multiple choice. Wala nang essay. Okay. So, do you have questions with regards to your prelims? Sir, kailan po ulit present yung presentation namin? Okay. Your presentation depends on the schedule. So, let's check. I'll give you an example. Okay. So we have the course calendar, right? Okay. Your okay, your presentation and questions will be submitted on or before, I prefer before October 2, which is the last day of your preliminary major examination, okay? But for you to present your slides and questions that would be based on your scheduled date for example 
uh, Catherine Peralta will be discussing her topics on October 18, week 9. So, ganon. So, dun sa course calendar nyo, dun yung makikita yung schedule nyo kung kailan kayo mag-represent. I suggest, kaya nga tapusin nyo na ngayon para hindi na, kayo, hindi na tayo mahirapan sa midterms at saka sa finals. Ipasa nyo na lahat yan ngayon pa lang. Because, ang focus nyo na for midterms and finals is yung mga, or are, yung mga webinars nyo. Webinar for pre, uh, midterms and webinar for finals. Okay? okay? So, ayun. Pero ang focus nyo muna is yung major examination. Saka na natin pag, uh, sorry, ang focus nyo muna is yung major project nyo. Saka na natin problemahin yung uh, webinars nyo after na ng uh, major exam nyo. Okay? So, my questions ba kayo with regards to this one? Wala na po. Wala na po. Wala na po. Wala na po. Okay, right. So, um, may nagtanong kanina, i-reiterate ko lang. Again, for example, si Agang Ang, Peralta, and Desagun, week 9 sila mag, uh, mag-represent, October 18. And then, ito yung kanilang um, uh, topics. Pwede lang paghati-hatihan, paghati-hatihan yan. So, for example, si Peralta, gusto niya science of marketing and social marketing. Tapos yung isa naman, strategic marketing and service marketing. And then yung isa naman, marketing. Depende sa kung anong gusto, kung sino yung, kung ano yung napag-usapan yung topics. Kayo nang bahala dyan. Basta yun yung mga topics yung for that week, kayo na mismo bahala ang mag- um, mag-usap-usap kung kanino yung mga topics sa inyo. Siyempre, para at least comfortable kayo sa kung ano At least, dyan lang sa specific uh, week na inassign sa inyo. Okay. Questions? Sir? Yes, go ahead. Yung paggawa po ba ng PPT, kanya ka na rin po yun. Ano yun? Yung paggawa po ng PPT, PowerPoint presentation po. PowerPoint presentation, yes. What about? Kanya-kanya po kami ng gawin. Yes. Again, sinabi ko ba dito? Oh, sinabi ko nga. Again, it is an individual uh, presentation. So, for example, Agang Ang decided to uh, do science of marketing and social marketing. Sa kanya, sa kanya yung PowerPoint presentation na yun. Okay. Individual po yan. That would be uh, the first and last na magkakaroon kayo ng individual project because uh, midterms finals group project na siya. Buong klase na yung mag-handle. So, again, go ahead, Aldwin. Sir, paano po yung sa YouTube videos nun? Yung? Sa YouTube videos. Sa YouTube videos, you can incorporate it yan sa inyong mga slides. Like for example, in my case, um, sige, share ko ulit yung slides ko. I-attach lang po. I-attach nyo lang. Yes. So like for example, this one, di ba? Ayan. So sa slides ko, nilagay ko lang yung YouTube video. Ganyan. See? Ayan. Next question. Anything sir, else? Oh, yes, Christian. Sir, paano po pag kunyari yung asana natin sa 
Ano daw? Sir, di ba po sa ano po, individual topic po so paghahatian po yung topic na naka-sign. Paano po sir pag kunyari yung kasama po dun sa topic na yun, yung development of discussion? Nagchat-chopy ka na pagdating sa dulo. Um, ang tanong mo ba, paano kapag apat kayo tapos tatlo lang yung topics, gano'n? Hindi po sir, po kunyari, dalawa po kami. Tapos yung yung kasama ko po dun eh nag-drop out or lumipat po ng school. Paano po yun sir? Anong drop na siya? Hindi pa naman po. <laughs> Ah, okay. Well, um, hindi pa pala siya nag-drop eh. So, wala mo ng decision with regards to um, to that, no? So, sino ba to? Tignan ko nga. Wait lang. Check natin. Okay, kapara. Si, si, so, si Shamira. Yes, Okay. Well, hmm, Human resources, human resources management. Okay, madali lang naman yan, Christian. So, um, what's one? It's job. What is the job? Job yan, ha? hindi John. Anyhow, um, madali lang naman yung human resources management, Christian. Uh, kung umalis man si Borondia, you can handle all human resources management. It's easy, trust me. Ano lang yan, nasa, nasa Google lang yan, na, na, na discuss ko na yan last time. Mabilis ko lang yan, oh, mabilis ko lang yan diniscuss, mga five minutes lang, actually. Oo. Ano sir, yung apat po na topics na yan, ay mapunta po sa akin lahat. Hmm. Mm-mm. Sige po sir. Oo. Oh, oh. Madali lang yan. Ano lang yan, parang overview lang. Kasi paano, paano ka maghahanap, paano ka mag-hire, paano ka mag-keep ng best people, ganun lang. And then, uh, staffing scheduling, paano mag-schedule ng mga tao, and then compensation, ano ba usually ang compensation ng mga empleyado sa food service industry, ganun. Yung first question, what is the job? Ano yan? It per- job yan ha, hindi John. It pertains to ano nga ba yung trabaho na usually... Um, kinecreate sa food service industry. Okay? Yun lang yun. Okay. Uh, sa, bigyan na ito ng example. Like chef, cook, waiter. Yan, ganyan. So explain mo lang kung ano na yung mga yun. And then, like a brief, uh, brief description of each and every jobs na possible jobs sa food service industry. And then, tuloy-tuloy mo lang with the other topics. Paano maghana, paano mag-hire, Anyone else? Questions with regards to their presentation? Don't worry, guys. I've I've done this before. I I I've done also my research with regards to all of these. All of all of those topics are all available sa Google, sa internet. All you have to do is to incorporate it lang and i-link lang talaga sa ating food service industry. Okay? Because don't forget, um, don't forget, kailangan nyo rin sabihin kung paano siya, paano siya nagagamit sa ating industry, di ba? Yun yung last question dyan. So, ayun. 
Diba? How will you relate your topic to our industry? Okay. So, yan. Yan yung last. Uh, anyways, questions before we say uh, goodbye and see you next week? Wala na? Wala sir. Okay. So, again, if you have questions, hindi nyo na is itanong dito sa ating synchronous class, you can always ask questions sa ating group chat, all subject-related questions. And again, please mag-iingat kayo. I'll see you next week. Um, just check lang yung inyong Schoology for your study guides and make sure na mababasa nyo rin yung mga dapat basahin before the major exam. Okay? All right. I'll end this recording na. Thank you guys. Mag-ingat kayo palagi.